The psalmist says that your life is like the dew on the morning grass. James tells us that our lives are only like a vapor. It's true. In comparison to eternity, our lives are so fleeting. But in God's eyes, each of our days holds eternal value. It's my pleasure to study God's Word with you and remind you to never, never, never give up. Don't give up on God or on yourself or on your future. Never give up. This is Carol McLeod. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433 to arrange an appearance at your next women's group or conference. Now, here's Carol with today's inspiring message. I want to read to you one of my favorite verses, one of my favorite passages of Scripture found in Psalm 39, verses 4 through 8. Lord, reveal to me the end of my life and the number of my days. Let me know how short-lived I am. You indeed have made my days short in length and my lifespan as nothing in your sight. Yes, every mortal man is only a vapor. Certainly man walks about life like a mere shadow. Indeed, they frantically rush around in vain, gathering possessions without knowing who will get them. Now, Lord, What do I wait for? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the taunt of fools. Don't these verses from Psalm 39 back up what we're learning in James chapter 4, verse 14? Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Your life is but a vapor, but my, 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 what a valuable vapor your life is. The length of your life is so short, but every day holds eternal value. You were valuable enough that Jesus, the only Son of God, died for you. Whenever I read these verses from Psalm 39 or from James 4, I think of some of my other favorite verses from 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8. You know, I've never claimed to be a mathematician, and so it took me years and years to understand the truth of this verse in 2 Peter 3.8. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. I would read that verse over and over and over again and not comprehend it, not be able to understand it until one day the Lord showed me this, that if I live well for him, that if I live by those seven principles that we've studied, that I can pack a thousand years of life into one day. Isn't that extraordinary? Isn't that miraculous? When I'm living wholeheartedly 
godly for him, one day of my life can actually count for a thousand years in the kingdom of God. Let me read to you once again my seven principles of how to live well. Spend time every day praying for the people that you love. Spend time every day encouraging the people in your life. Spend time every day getting to know God better in his word. Spend time every day listening to God's voice. Spend time every day in worship. Sing every day. Spend time every day giving to someone else and laugh every day. Find something to smile about. The length of your life is indeed short, but in the kingdom of God, every day holds eternal value. Let's linger for a moment on James chapter 4 verse 15. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and also do this or that. Every time I read that verse, it's it's like all I can think about are these words. If the Lord wills, we will live. <gasps> Doesn't that take your breath away? If the Lord wills, we will live. I want to tell you this. Every new day is willed by the Lord. You are here for grand purpose and design. Your life is so much more valuable than your IRA, your stocks and your bonds, your retirement, your savings, and your timeshares. If you are alive today, it is the Lord's will. So live well. Live wholeheartedly for the kingdom of God. Don't waste one more day in discouragement or depression, but purpose today that today you will sing, today you will worship, today you will read the word of God, that you will pack a thousand years of life into today because it is, my friend, the will of the Lord. Let me read to you from Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. These are the words of Jesus Christ, the big brother of James. And they're telling us the exact same thing, that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. James and his big brother, Jesus, are hammering the point into our lives. You are more valuable than the sum of your possessions. You are more valuable than your retirement or than your IRAs. Your life is of eternal value in the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 through 33. For this reason I say to you, don't be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you by being worried can add a single hour to his life? And why are you 
you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? you of little faith. Do not worry then saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Never, never, never give up pursuing all that God has for you and all that he is. James chapter 4, 16 and 17. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance and all such boasting is evil. Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. If you know the right thing to do, you must never, never, never give up doing the right thing. Day after day, in hundreds of little and big ways, doing the right thing is a big thing to God. And even if the people in your life or in your family are not doing the right thing, you keep doing doing the right thing. Keep being kind. Keep paying your bills. Keep reading your Bible. Keep worshiping. Keep encouraging. Keep choosing joy. Keep refusing to judge others based on your opinions. Did you know that God delights in our daily choices? He is well pleased with us when we just keep doing the right thing over and over and over again. When we choose our own way, when we're proud, when we boast, when we get lazy, when we give into emotions, when we judge, according to James 4.17, that's called sin. And I want to encourage you today, when you misbehave in the sight of God, get on your face, repent. If you need to ask someone else to forgive you, do it. And then get up and move on. Don't stay in that place of sin. Keep doing the next right thing. James chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries which are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments have become moth-eaten. Wow, let me stop there for a minute. When James and the Holy Spirit team up, they certainly have a way with words, don't they? You rich, weep and howl for your miseries. Verse 3. Your gold and your silver have rusted, and their rust will be a witness against you and will consume your flesh like fire. It's in the last days that you have stored up your treasure. James and the Holy Spirit are speaking to us in the 21st century saying, your riches have rotted and your garments are moth-eaten. Behold, the pay of the laborers who mowed your fields and which has been withheld by you cries out against you. And the outcry of those who did the harvesting has reached the ears of the Lord of the Sabbath. This verse is saying, if you owe somebody some money, you better pay them because if you don't, God's going to hear about it. If you owe for your college loans, if you need to tip a waitress, if you need to pay somebody who's mowed your lawn, honey, Do it today because God's going to hear about it. 
James 5, 5, you have lived luxuriously on the earth and led a life of wanton pleasure. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and put to death the righteous man. He does not resist you. Live by holding your possessions in an open hand and not with a closed fist. Living like that always glorifies the Lord who is in heaven. And I hope that's where your treasure is. We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. And remember, Carol is always available to speak in your area.